Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women, here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola, and the Women Camp Team. for tuning in to the broadcast today. We're so excited to have you on the line with us, and we are so grateful uh, to be continuing on with our subject here on Women Camp. You know, we started out this month, and we continue on uh, encouraging you all as we as we talk about the different topics on Women Camp, and, and the topic that we've been talking about is bringing forward fearlessly and recognizing that we have the ability as women to, to spring back or to spring forward, to have a spring action and to be who God has called us to be at the level that he desires for us to be. And so in talking about this, we've talked about that you've got to have that bounce back power uh, in order for us to be able to overcome or face the challenges that we face or even the natural progression in our lives where we may be up one minute or down the next minute where we, where we may uh, start out well, but we don't. Uh, continue well, no matter what it is that we face, there are so many things that God has equipped us with, and he has given us the ability and the capability uh, um, to be able to overcome and get to the other side of them. And, and you know, a lot of times we, we say, you know, well, there's no struggle in our lives. And, and really, a lot of the stuff that we're talking about doesn't necessarily have to be because there's a struggle. There could be just because, you know, you are living your life the way that you would normally live your life. And there may be some things that you may face, some obstacles, some opportunities to excel. And at times we need to have that refocusing, that re uh, uh, bringing ourselves back in to the place where we know that God wants us to be in order for us to get to the next place. And, and at times I know that we face those areas where, where we experience uh, um, that we've plateaued in some shape, form, or fashion, and we try to figure out, well, where did that happen? And so, you know, so this month we've been talking about, you know, how to overcome the cloudiness of that midpoint, the time where you feel that, that you have been, you know, reaching out for your goals and you've been, you know, pushing out to accomplish them. And, and we recognize that 
we get excited and we have this vigor and, and we're ready to take on the challenge. And then at some point in there, we, we hit this brick wall or we experience um, some things that may discourage us or we may um, experience an area where we're challenged because we have to learn more. And that, that challenge, you know, presents a, 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 um, uh, a challenge to our, our confidence or sends a blow to our confidence. And so we want to talk you know, bring this in to where we start talking about how do you do this thing on a regular basis? You know, how do you create a lifestyle of springing forward fearlessly? You know, and so I've asked the ladies who chime in with us and who are on our women camp team to, to, to kind of talk to us a little bit about some of the principles that they live by in order to, to spring forward fearlessly on a regular basis. You know, I, I like to say that I, you know, lived out or I'm living fearlessly every day. And and so sometimes people feel that, wow, if you're doing that, then that means that you don't have any fears or you don't have any phobias or, or you're not afraid of anything. You know, and sometimes I have to be admit that that is not exactly accurate. There, there, are, there are plenty of things that I face that I'm fearful of, but the point of living fearlessly is that I make that commitment to overcome those fears. And so... As we go into the broadcast today, we may be um, talking uh, a little more in depth about how we how we use the principles that we may find in the Word of God or some things that we have been taught by others that help us to live the life that we live every single day. And one of the things I want to encourage you all with is is to to understand. A lot of times, you know, I, I hear from people and they say, well, that's good for you. You know, you don't know what I'm going through or you don't know what I'm experiencing. And, and I want to, to caution that type of a thought process. And the reason why I want to caution that is because, you know, when people share our stories, and we talked about this a lot on Women Camp, that a lot of us as women have faced various challenges, but we've made tough choices in the midst of those challenges, and those tough choices that we've made have shifted our lives for the better. And sometimes people feel that we don't, or people may believe that we don't uh, understand or can't relate to what others have experienced because we don't look like our struggle. And so as you're hearing from the ladies today, and, and some of you may know them, some of you may not know them, and even by the sound of their voice, you may make an impression or have an assumption about them. And I just want to put this out there that we, we don't assume that we take what they're saying for face value and try to apply it to your lives in the best way possible so that you can see God be glorified and so you can see God uh, transform your life you know, little by little, step by step, as you make those those little decisions that turn into a big, that have those big impact on your life for the better. So, you know, I have um, Trisha on the line with us, and, and um, Trisha, I just want you to start us out. And, and you know, we all do things every day on a regular basis. And I think earlier in our in our uh, segment this month, you were talking about how you give yourself permission, um, and you talk to yourself. And, and I know that that's one of the things that you live by, and I would like for you to talk a little bit about that, but i also like for you to, to talk about anything else or give us a story that you believe ties into how, why you do what you do and the principles that you apply on a regular basis to live your life fearlessly. Hi, good morning. Uh, how you all doing? Uh, I've really been enjoying this topic because it's just been challenging me just to hear everyone's 
uh, testimony and what they do, um, prophetess in regards to uh, the the concept that I started giving people permission or giving myself permission to do things, it's been helping me because um, a lot of times, be quiet, baby. I apologize. My son is up and he's not up this early. Um, I give myself permission to do a lot of things that before I was too afraid that to do. Like you said, a lot of times people say that we don't have a struggle and we don't understand what they're going through because our struggle doesn't look identical to their struggle. And I have to admit that um, there were some areas in my life that I felt like, you know, certain people couldn't talk to me because they didn't, you know, their struggle didn't look like my struggle and because their struggle didn't look identical to my struggle. And I felt like that they just really didn't understand. But what I didn't realize is that we all have a struggle and God places all of us in um, each other's lives to assist in whatever phase that we're going through. And and so I've learned um, one of my things is it, to, to constantly keep me going forward is um, I remember to show compassion to people that just because their life doesn't look like my life doesn't mean that we can't assist each other and that we can't help each other. I, I base a lot of things off of the foundational teachings of the Bible that my mother taught me um, just about. Um, we, they used to have a saying that, no task is uh, too great or small, uh, either do it the right way or don't do it at all. It kind of goes like that, but it, it was always impressive for me. Whatever you're going to do, you need to give your best at doing it. And if you don't feel like you can give your best, then you don't need to be doing it because what, what good is it uh, giving wasteless efforts when you're not truly um, involved and you're not truly going to put forth the amount of effort that you need because it constantly tends to be uh, empty projects. And so, I try to now commit myself to things that I know I can give 100% of because then I know it'll be effective, I'll be valuable, and I don't want to just have pieces of me here and there. I want a complete project. And so, um, you know, I've definitely started putting uh, deadlines on, on my projects and things that I'm looking into. I've started uh, holding myself accountable by telling other people about my goals, about my visions, about my aspirations, so that they can constantly remind me. I've been writing it on my vision board. I write it in the mirror in my bathroom. I write it on um, the goals that we have sitting around my house. It's a constant reminder. I'm constantly reminding myself because as I've gotten older, I've learned that no matter what we do, um, the enemy is always trying to attack us to, to prevent us from going to where we're supposed to be in God. And if I already have somebody out against me, then I have to put forth twice the amount of effort to make sure I'm accomplishing my goals and then supporting, uh, surrounding myself by people who support me to push me to those goals and understand that there are going to be struggles, like you said, just because we say that we live fearlessly doesn't mean we're not afraid of, afraid of tons of stuff, but we also know that greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. So as long as God is on my side, I can be fearful because the presence of fear may be there, but I know that I can win and I'm victorious because of the God that is in my life. And so I'm constantly reminding myself of, you know, um, the, the I am mentality of I am great, I am successful, I am who God called me to be, I am a servant, I am loved, I am cherished, I am valuable, I am worth it, I deserve it. And that's where I started to do the concept of I give my myself permission because I am these things. Amen. Wow. 
Awesome. You know, one of the things that I heard you were saying was that, you know, we you, we, we know that there are in our lives that we're facing these challenges, and some of them are our own personal challenges. Some of them are the challenges of the enemy, not wanting us to fulfill the purpose that God has given unto us. And so when you think about that, you think about the odds are already stacked against us. So why would we multiply that weight? by being against ourselves or by not doing the things that we need to do in order to push ourselves beyond? Why would we allow ourselves to be our enemy? And so I love how you were talking about giving yourself permission to excel, giving yourself permission to get to the place where you know that God wants you to be because there's no other reason why we, we shouldn't do that. Yes, you know? absolutely. I love that. I love that. And, and, you know, Samantha, you're on the line, and I I would love for you to chime in on this. You know, we're talking about, you know, this month we've been talking about springing forward fearlessly. And really what was placed upon my heart was to talk about how the principles that we live by, you know, that help us to do this on a regular basis. That when we wake up in the morning, we can be fearless and we can think fearless and we can bounce back from whatever we may be facing. But it's because of the things that we do on a regular basis or the principles principles that we live by. So if you would share with us um, an area or, or a story or a principle that you live by that may, you know, benefit some of the ladies that are listening to us today. Amen. Good morning, everyone. Uh, God bless you. I, I, I love what Trisha was saying. Um, and, and pretty much when I heard her talking, what I, what I gathered from it was that I can trade my fear um, and I can replace it with faith. I can trade my fear. I don't, I don't have to. That's not something I have to carry. I love the fact that she said, because I believe that we should be real in our in our conversation. So I love the fact that she said that it doesn't mean that we as Christian women don't experience fear. It means that we decide to overcome it. And I, I think that was a very powerful thing. Um, as you were asking me the question, one of the things that I thought about was that um, we do decide to trade that fear um, and replace it with our faith in God. And to me, that's one of the most important things. Yes, fear does arise, but when it arises, because I I notice it, because it's, it's um, throughout all these years of, lo- of my life, it's tried to attach itself to me. And so when that fear does arise, I recognize it. And because I'm able to recognize it, I'm also able to, and, and because I'm in Christ, I'm also able to say, oh, wait a minute. No, you can't come here. That's not that's not uh, walking in the faith of the God I serve. So I'm able to replace that fear and with my with my faith in God. And so having that uh, scriptures that that you can hold on to and um, and keep them close to your heart because the Bible says. Um, I've hid thy word in my heart that I may not sin against thee. And so when you when you have scriptures that you can keep close to you that replace the fear that's trying to overtake you, I think that's one of the most powerful things. For me, Psalms 27 um, is one that I hold on to. In Psalms 27 is, is David, and he begins to talk about, um, well, in the first verse he says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Um, that in itself is powerful. If if God is my God, if he's my light and he's my salvation, why am I fearing anyone? Why am I fearing anything? The Lord is my is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes come against me to eat of my flesh, they stumble and fail. A host should encamp against me. My heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing have I desired of the Lord, and that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord. So prophetess, 
I think one of the most powerful things for me is is to absolutely take that fear and to replace it with faith. When we hold on to God's word, when we um when we take his word and we begin to apply it to our lives, our everyday, our whatever we're going through, when we begin to apply his word to our lives, um it, it becomes a powerful thing. The Bible says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Um, it, it talks, the Bible talks about us having the peace of God that surpasses all understanding. We gather that peace because we've changed our mindset. We've changed our, 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 our mentality and the way that we approach things in this world. And when we do that, we begin to walk in a peace that, that, that is not understandable. We begin to overcome fears and things that used to, to hold us and used to bind us. We no longer are, we no longer succumb to those things because we have faith in God that strengthens us to continue to run the race. Wow. Doc, you know, I would like for you to chime in on this and just share with us uh, a principle that you live by in order to to be or to live fearlessly every day. And, and you know, um, just share with us what, what main principle that comes to your mind when you think about that on a regular basis, that's what you live by. Amen. Praise God. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Yes, I was um, thinking about uh, uh, Philippians 4 and 13 where it says, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. And, um I find myself even in the midst of uh, of times when it's very trying and, um, uh, you know, it seems like things are just so overwhelming. Uh, when I quote that scripture, it really just encourages me. It, it strengthens me and it builds me back up because I know that it, it reminds me that it's not about me. It's about God. And he's the one that, that, that has the control over everything. He has the final say so over my whole life and everything concerning me. So when he, you know, when I when I think of that scripture, you know, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. I realize that it's not me, but it's the Christ in me that gives me the ability, that gives me what I need to do, you know, to get done what needs to be done. But when I'm going, when I'm when I'm faced with, uh, you know, disappointments, when I'm faced with um, heartaches, when I'm faced with uh, circumstances that, you know, are really unseen or un, un you know, unforecast. And, 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 and those circumstances and those tests and those trials that come that we're not invited. That's that's what, what really gets me because we're not inviting these different things into our lives, but they come. And and that's why I feel so confident in knowing that, you know, in him, because I'm in him, then I know I, I can make it. I can I can I can I can be successful. I can overcome this, you know, this test. I can overcome this trial. I can and you know, be encouraged. I can be strengthened, and it's all because I, I realize that I can only do what I do by the Christ that lives on the inside of me. And I'm so happy I invited Him to come to live in me because if I didn't have Him living in me, I'm telling you, I would be a mess. I would be a hot mess, as as, as my mother used to say, you know, a hot mess. You know, you're just a hot mess. Things would just be so, you know, out of proportion in my life. I wouldn't be, you know, who I am today without having him in my life. And I, I truly give God the praise for that. You know, so, ladies, we we touched on uh, uh, three powerful things, you know, trading our faith for fear, meditating on the scripture, and adding those into our, our treasure box or our toolbox, uh, um, and, and recognizing that we can do all things through Christ that gives us strength. 
and I want to talk a little bit about what do these what do these things look like because I think that people struggle with us telling them to to trust in God, us telling them to seek the face of God over a situation, us telling them to apply the word of God over our lives. And and I think that people struggle with that because they don't know what that looks like. They they struggle with it because, you know, if if you are from the outside looking in and you look at someone that says that they're living by faith and, and sometimes it may appear that that person is just living and they're, you know, in this other world. But tell us what what that looks like to apply the word of God to your life. And, and, and I'm just leave it at that. If you would, Samantha, if you would start out with that, what does it look like to apply the word of God to our lives? What does that look like to you? Amen. It, it, Prophetess, I would say that it looks like, um, and I'm trying to think of a situation that is is a is a natural, common situation. Um, let's say someone is going for an interview on a job, and and they have these, uh, they started to have panic attacks. They're starting to have anxiety about what in in some people would say it's just a normal situation, but for them it's become overwhelming because they feel like they really need the job. And it's, it's, you know, they've been, they've faced rejection so many times that this time it's, it's become, um, it's turning into a panic attack because they feel like this is my last chance. This is my last hope. Well, then we have to take the word of God. What does the word of God can say, say concerning his, his will to, um, or his desire to, to provide for me? And the Bible says, take no thought for what we would eat or what we would drink or for the clothes we would wear for, for uh, the food we would eat. And so when we, we think about that, we begin to take that word and we apply it if we truly have faith in God. And then it goes back to trusting him. I have to trust who he is. I have to trust that God is the Lord of my life. I have to trust that he loves me. I have to trust that he's going to provide for me. And then if I take that word, if I trust him, and then if I take that word and I begin to apply it, it begins to re um, reprogram my mind. It's amazing to me, even as I've been studying, they talked about the, the brain and, and, and um, how even in, in the teenage years, in the early 20s, how the brain, the frontal lobe is still developing. And so the, the thoughts and, 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 and everything that's happening is not, um, it's not fully there, but there's always something that can interject itself to reprogram or to, yeah, to, to reprogram what would naturally happen in the brain that would bring peace. So if there's trauma introduced in the brain, then the brain automatically sees things as trauma and fear. Um, and so what we have to do is to reprogram the brain, to retrain it, to understand that everything that happens that looks like this isn't fear. And I think that's what happens a lot of times to us naturally, even though we are adults now. And we can say, well, that was when I was a teen. Well, your brain is still programmed to, to, to recognize that as fear. And so, but when we, when we decide to reprogram our brains, when we decide to retrain ourselves by taking the word of God and applying it in our lives, it, it, it begins to overcome that spirit of fear and that trust that we have in God and the faith that we have in him begins to arise and we begin to walk in that power. Amen. 
So what I hear you saying is that we have to begin to, uh, in a sense, to to test our belief system. For example, you gave uh, the analogy of you're taught to fear something. So uh, a child, when uh, when they're in the kitchen with their mom growing up, they don't know that the stove is hot. They reach their hand to the stove. The mom says, don't touch that. It's hot. Child doesn't really understand what hot is completely. So they reach their hand to touch the stove. And then, wow, that's hot. Hot means it's burning. It's, it's a high temperature. Wow. Their brain begins to program itself to recognize that it should not touch the stove because it's hot. And so in the areas in our lives, we may have trained our brains to be fearful of the things that we do not understand or we do not comprehend. And because we've trained ourselves to be fearful of those things, then we need to expand ourselves to say, okay, why am I afraid of this? And then what do I need to apply to get over this? And and that that, that was just simply powerful, uh, Samantha, as you were sharing that, because I can see how in applying the word of God by by sharing, not just saying the scripture, but believing what the scripture says. Doc, if you would share with us. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Samantha. And one of the things I, I wanted to, to add to that is that I, I love the example you gave because to me, that's actually an example of a healthy fear um, because it teaches us to watch out for certain things. Um, and, and so I would I would say, well, there, there is a fear that we have that binds us and keeps us from being able to move forward and be productive in life. And then there's this, this, this fear that, that we have that is really, it's, it's a respect for certain things that keeps us safe. Like we, you know, a person that says, well, I'm going to run and jump off the top of this building. Well, there's something wrong with your, your, your concept because you're probably not going to land on your feet. And so, there, there's a fear that people have that says, okay, well, I'm not going to jump off this building because I understand that my body was not made for that. But then there's that person that says, no, I've, I've, you know, abandoned. So there's, there's this, this, this fear that we have a respect. We have a, we have a, we should have a fear of God, a healthy respect of who he is. But then there's a fear that binds us and keeps us from being able to, 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 to do the things that God has called us to do to, uh, it keeps us from being productive, and so that's that fear. That's what we have to examine. What is this? Is it is it binding me? Is it keeping me from being from doing and being the things that I'm supposed to to do and be? Or is it a fear that's that's protecting me? That's allowing me to to not burn myself, to not you know do things that that would harm, that would bring harm, to to not be um, disrespectful to to the Lord of my life, to the God that I serve. And so we have to you know there's a, there's a there's a fear that that binds us, and then there's a fear that teaches us to to respect uh, certain things that would bring harm to us. Wow, I love that. I love that, Trisha. If you would chime in on this, what does applying the Word of God to to our lives look like? What does that look like to you? Um, it looks like everyday life. It looks like. Um, some days having struggles and having to remind myself of who I am. Um, and some days, uh, like, uh, like Prophet Samantha said, just really repeating the word, you know, having scriptures that are hidden in your heart that constantly come up in remembrance. One of my favorite scriptures is, is Jeremiah 29 and 11. And it constantly reminds me of, you know, the, and we know the scripture uh, for another thoughts that I have for you, thoughts, to harm, uh, thoughts of love, not to harm you, but to give you an expected end, and 
when I think of those those words, it reminds me of, like, no matter what I do, it doesn't mean that I can just be free and be disobedient to God, but no matter what I do, he constantly, his love for me, how he feels about me, what he thinks about me, it's already planted. There's nothing I can do to change his thoughts about me. And so that constantly keeps me in faith because it's like, okay, God, if you gave me these desires, then that means you're going to help me get there. And it may seem a bit far-fetched for me because I may not understand it with my natural mind. I may not understand it because I have my natural limitations that I believe only things should go this way. But because of who you are, you know everything, and you have influence on people that I would never have, and so I have to trust that you you have my best interests at heart. And it also looks like, um, you know, my life, my life is a face office. And I chuckle when I say that because – just these last several years, that's what we've been living in, just faith. It's just that I have to trust God, and it's my experiences with him. It's the experience that I have with God that makes me know uh, without a shadow of a doubt that you, you can pull me through this because you've done it before. You have pulled me through one of the most um, excruciating moments in my life where I could have sworn I would never make it out of, and yet you did, and I made it out of it, and I made it out of it Enjoy. I made it out of it when I, I understood what the scripture meant that God said I would give you peace that surpasses all understanding because I had peace in the middle of a storm. And, I mean, it was a big storm in my life. And to know that in the middle of it I, I was still at peace because I had faith that God would work it out. Either it would be the end result that I wanted or it would be an end result that ultimately the end result that God wanted and whether it was the ultimate thing that I wanted or not. I knew that whatever God allowed to happen, it would be for, for my good. It would, it would work out for my good. And so I learned how to trust him. And so every day it's a, it's a constant reminder of who God is and how great he is. And when I think about when he can't do something or I think that he can't do something, I look back at my life, and it, it sounds so cliche because we sing it, but it, I say, oh, my God, when I look back over my life and I think these over, I can truly say that I've been blessed and I have a testimony. And and so every day my life, um, my trust in God, my faith in God, that, that's an exemplary of, of who God is and what he's capable of doing and how faith is always ever present in my life because I'm still standing here today. Wow, I love that. You know, uh, reminding yourself of who you are and reminding yourself of what God has done. And I believe when you're saying reminding yourself of who you are, reminding yourself of who you are in God, who God has told you he's designed you to be. Wow. Doc, if you would, share with us what does applying the word of God look like to you? Oh, man, if I could just say ditto to everything that has already been said for me, because, you know, when, when, when you get down to the bottom of it, it's, it's, it's the end result. It's the results of after you've been through, after you've made it over. It's those end results that, that, that stirs you and that encourages you and that builds you to, you know, to let you know that you can continue to be, you know, to continue to go on. And and you know what's uh, really important, too, uh, uh, Savola, is that you're talking about applying the word. Now, that makes a difference because a lot of times people don't really apply the word. A lot of times people, you know, can quote scriptures and say scriptures, but they, they don't have the heart to believe and trust God. 
And applying the word, you have to have a heart to believe and trust him. You got to have a heart and believe and trust in what you're saying and trusting in the person that you, you're speaking of, believing that this person is going to be there, this person can do what you need to be done. And, and if you don't have that type of faith, if you don't have that type of trust, if you don't have that type of peace and, you know, and, and, and encouragement in that individual, then, you know, you don't have anything at all. Because when you start thinking about it, it's all through God. We are that we are. Or we, 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 you know, uh, uh, the scripture says, I am that I am because of, you know, the Christ that lives in me. So in other words, I can't be, I may be Charlene. My mother and my father might have named me Charlene. But Charlene does not, it's not Charlene without the God in Charlene. Charlene can't be the real Charlene without the God in her. So it's, it, it, you know, when you're talking about, how does applying the word to our lives mean is is you gotta live it day by day, one step at a time, one overcome after another overcome, and that produces victory, you know, from one one level to the next, and that's how our strength comes. That's how we're built. That's how we're encouraged. That's how we, you know we can fight off all the the the, the, the naysayers and 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 and, and the. The things that uh, uh, the enemy brings to try to discourage us and to try to, you know, bark us down. That's how we gain victory in those areas. And there's no, that's the only way we can. Uh, it, it, it was something that uh, my bishop said. He says your dreams give you the entitlement to your vision. In other words, if you if you can't dream, if you're not, a, if you can't see being strong, if you can't see yourself being victorious, if you can't see yourself making it through, Whatever you're dealing with, whatever you're going through, if you can't see yourself on the other side being victorious, then you 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 you're not going to be victorious. So it's 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 the Christ in us, it's the God in us that gives us that confidence to know that we can make it on the other side. We can see something different. So that trust, that faith, that hope, that 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 peace, that strength, that encouragement, that uh, that's all you know built from us having a confidence and a trust in our faith in God. Wow. I, this is just, is just powerful. I, I love, there were so many nuggets in what you just said, Doc. Uh, <laughs> there were so many nuggets. You know, we have to have a heart to believe. I'm just going to focus on uh, two of the things that you said. You, have, you said that we have to have a heart to believe and trust God. We had to have a heart to believe and trust God. And I think that that's where it all starts. I think that a lot of times that we, we uh, minimize the impact of our belief system, that we, we don't see the value in developing our faith. We don't see the value uh, at the level that we should in developing our belief system. And, and what do I mean by that? I mean that, we can wake up every morning and we can always say that I know that God is going to supply my needs according to his riches and glory. Right. And we we can declare that word, but until we live our lives as though he is supplying our needs according to his riches and glory, which takes a belief that he will do that. That means that when situation arise, that challenge you being taken care of or you being understood that you're being taken care of, 
that you are you don't allow yourself, you don't allow fear to overtake your life and begin to worry and complain and, and, and begin to uh, um, start being anxious, you take that step back or that moment of reflection to say, hmm, the word tells me that God will supply all my needs. Father, I thank you for supplying all my needs. Doesn't look like it right now, but I know that because your word says it and I believe it, I know that you're supplying all my needs according to your riches and glory. Because your account, your account never runs on empty. You can supply for everyone in this world and your account will never be depleted. Our nation may have a, a debt that goes beyond, but you, God, you have no deficit. You have no debt. And I'm grateful, Lord God, that you are supplying my need. And and for me, what that looks like is saying that over and over and over and over again, repeating that in my head it, 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 every, every time that doubt tries to come up and says that I'm not being supplied for, I focus, push that out of my thoughts and the immediate thought that comes that I force up into my space in my head is my God will supply, my God shall supply all of my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And sometimes I got to say it out loud that God, I know you got me. Your word says that you will supply all of my needs according to the riches and glory. And then sometimes I just got to say it, you know, God is supplying Savola's needs. <laughs> He's got Savola covered. He's going to take care of Savola. I like that. I like that. <laughs> you know? At taking it from one level to the next so that I am reprogramming myself. I'm reprogramming what I believe about my current situation. Because one thing I do recognize is that if I lead with fear, my complete belief system is going to be shifted by my fear. So what will come forward? Doubt will come forward. I may pray the word of faith, but while I'm praying the word of faith, I'm not believing the word of faith that I'm praying. So what happens is the first time someone says something to me that gives me the out or the, the way to say, well, you know, I've been struggling with that and, and it just seems like it's never going to get any better. And, and it just, you know, I've been dealing with that for this amount of time and, 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 and and boy, it's just it's just horrible, and I don't know what's going on, and I don't see why it can't get right, and I keep praying, and, and it's just not, you know, could it be that there is a disconnect between what you believe and what you say? Could it be? And a lot of times, I think we don't consider what we contribute to our belief system by what we take in from those around us, by what we take in from the things that we listen to, by, from what we take in. And because we're not taking in the right things, we don't even recognize when our belief system has been shifted in, to an opposing belief system. And so we begin to live our lives in a way thinking that we are applying faith, thinking that we are living according to the principle of God, thinking that we're going 100% after God, but our words and our actions are not adding up together. 
All right, I'm going to let y'all chime in on that. <laughs> Samantha, if you would. All right, Prophetess, you got to give me the, the actual question. I was listening to you, but I didn't get your question. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was, I was, was saying, you know, do you believe that that's an area where we struggle with as women of faith? And even if you are, a, you know, if you're a person that's listening to this broadcast and you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, even in your walk, you have a belief system. Whether you believe in Jesus Christ or not, you still believe something. And yes. if there is an area where your what you believe does not add up to the words that you speak, you, there is a disconnect. And because of that disconnect, sometimes, I'm speaking from those of us in faith now, mm-hmm. sometimes those of us who are Christian um, struggle with our walk with God because we say the words out of our mouth, but we don't believe them in our heart. Yes. And because we feel that just because we say them, they should happen. Mm-hmm. And and, and, and Prophet, in, in my in my opinion, that's having a wrong view of who God is, um, because there are so many people that have this this idea, this mentality that God is a genie in a bottle. And so yeah. if and and they've heard the principles applied, and 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 how I overcome, how I am, how I walk in blessings, how I you know how I succeed in Christ, and so they've heard the principles. And and they're they're sitting in the in the church. They're um, they they've accepted Jesus Christ, but they haven't fallen in love with Him. They haven't they haven't that, that like you said that belief isn't there. It's a it's, it's amazing that the Word of God says, "Thy word have I hid in my heart," because it's it's when the heart changes, it's um, when when the seed is sown and it's allowed to take root that you begin to see things change. And and until that happens, then there that you see so many people that will apply the principles with no connection to who God really is, with no no love relationship in, in their lives for um concerning concerning Christ, that he hasn't really become Lord of their lives. He's just he's just um the person or the that's the place that they go to on Sundays or whenever the case may be, but there's no mm-hmm. there's no love relationship and, and it's it's love that overcomes fear. It's love that causes me to begin to look at things from a different perspective, even when I've been through things that, and because there are people that can say, well, my fear is justified. You just don't know what I've been mm. through. And so it's okay for me to feel this way because of the pain that I've suffered, because of the things that I've endured. It's okay for me to have this, but but truly is that is that fear allowing you to be blessed or is that fear causing you to go and hide in corners? Is that fear causing you to go and 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 to 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 run and to to lock yourself in the room? Is that fear causing you to separate yourself from yourself from people because you can't you can't deal with what may come across what they may say, what they may do, what, you know, what may happen in the midst of this crowd because there's fear. And and so, but in order for us to begin to walk in a different light, we have to, I, I believe that that love has to, has to come forth. It's that, that pure relationship that we have with Jesus Christ that causes love to come forth. And then we can say, okay, God, I'm dealing with this thing and I, I don't really want this to be a part of my life because it's, it's causing me to not be able to function. And that's why it's so powerful for, for women of God to, to begin to, 
say, yes, I was dealing with this, but because, yeah. but because of Christ, I'm able to walk in love. I'm able to overcome this. I'm able to, to step out and do the things that God has called me to do because there's somebody always watching us that says, well, wait a minute. If they can step out, why is she always smiling? Why is she always happy? Why does she seem to, to have this peace about her that I love and that I want to be around? And so when we encounter women like that and when we allow ourselves to, to when we allow our lights to shine, then we begin to see that there are other women who seek after that. They seek after that peace. They seek to overcome that fear. And when they seek to overcome that fear, they want to know more about this God that we serve. And then they begin to examine their hearts. And and then it's their their um their hearts that become their hearts are allowed to become renewed when they begin to believe the word and begin to walk it out. Wow, I, I love what you were saying and helping us to recognize that we have to allow our belief system to be built by applying the word of God. And application is doing. The more we do what the word says, the more we believe what the word says. The less we do, the less we believe. And so if the Bible tells us to let this mind be in us that was also in Christ Jesus, that he walked not after his flesh, but he walked after his spirit, what does that mean? The things that entertain my, my flesh, I, I may not give in to them um, because they don't add to my spirit. And, and so we have to, as women of faith, recognize that we have to apply our faith or we have to apply uh, uh, what we believe from the word of God on a regular basis in order for our faith to be able to override our fear. If we do not feed, our, feed ourselves with the word of God or feed our faith, then we're what? We're feeding the things that we fear. And so those things begin to become more powerful in our lives than the word of God. And I believe that that's an area where we in the body of Christ have to uh, um, allow ourselves to see, because it's not just the people of faith that are experiencing this, but I believe that it's the people in our world that are experiencing this as well, because we have this superficial idea of who we are and because we believe that we are certain things we don't even allow ourselves to embrace who God has called us to be and sometimes we put ourselves in a position to where we are saying that we believe who God says we are but we don't believe it and our actions show that we don't believe it because we don't apply it to our lives Amen. and so we put ourselves in a position to where we become double-minded or we become unstable, or we become wishy-washy. We, we believe the word of God one day, but the next day, uh, I don't know, I'm not believing him at this level. And, and recognize that I'm not saying that those of us who walk in our faith or who trust in God, who believe in God, don't have situations or circumstances that cause us to question God or cause us to question why we are where we are or even question our faith. No, that's not what I'm talking about. I believe that we do face things that qu- cause us to question our faith, but the answer to that question is found in the word of God. And because we are focusing on the word, we meditate on the word, we, we listen to the word, we receive in, we take in the word on a daily basis, and we what? We believe the word, we apply it to our lives, and that, that completes the cycle so that when we do experience those challenges to our faith, the word of God comes to the forefront and our belief system is activated according to the word of God, not according to what we think or how we think or how we want it to be or how somebody else told us it should be 
No, it's according to what God says that it should be. And so I think that that's so uh, important for us as 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 um, as the body of Christ and as women of faith to recognize that there we've got we've got to solve this disconnect between the things that we say and what we actually believe. If I believe God, if I believe uh, as Romans twenty eight uh, eight and twenty eight says that all things work together for my good, it, 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 if if I believe that God will work all things together for my good then when I'm facing challenges or when I'm facing, or even now, you know, I talked about it before we got into the broadcast really well. I talked about how we don't look like our struggle. Well, because I believe all things work together for my good, I don't have to look like my struggle. I can look like what God has promised me. I can act like what God has promised me. I can receive into my life what God has promised me. I can walk in what God has promised me. And yes, that is a challenge. Yes, that that takes you know uh, um, you applying some discipline to your life. That takes, as as Samantha said earlier, a reprogramming of your mind. Patricia, I want you to chime into this because I believe that you know that there are some experiences that that you've even had where you know where God has been doing the reprogramming. And, and tell us a little bit about that as we, we're going into the last 10 minutes of our broadcast, and I want to reach out to each one of you to kind of give us some, some, some key things that stuck out in the broadcast today. Patricia, if you would, you know, share with us, you know, as God's been shifting and reprogramming, and you've talked to us a little bit about that, you know, share with us a little bit about how that has, um, trans, how that has transformed your life. Okay, I'm so grateful that our phone stay on mute because I would have been interrupting your whole speech because I was screaming in the garage <laughs> when you <we> started speaking. <laughs> I, I, I was like, you better say that, girl. Um, but uh, I, I concur. I agree with everything everybody's saying. It, it's just, oh, man, just the word itself is just overwhelming. Um, in regards to how God is reprogramming, everything that you said, Sabola, about the fact that you know, we, we declare the word, but we really don't believe it. And it's actually like we just go through the motions. Like uh, Samantha said, it's just, we just, we say it, he's a God, and we just go to tradition, we go to church, because that's what we're supposed to do. And and I've been, God has challenged me and has been challenging me that, because um, one of my pet peeves is I don't like hypocrites. I'm like, it, I just, it really irks me. That's my, my thing. It's really, it, it's very nerving to me. And God says, and yet you're so hypocritical. And I was like, I beg your pardon. I'm not hypocritical, you know. We like our generation. You know, I like to keep it 100. I'm trying to be honest. And he's like, but you don't, because you declare my word, but you don't believe my word. And you know that really hit home for me because it was, I could tell people what what God said and what the Bible said, and I can quote the scriptures, but it was very difficult for me to believe uh, that God was going to do it for me uh, in certain areas of my life. You know. I, like I said before, I had the experience where I knew that there was just certain things when it came to, like, my marriage, man, God is a man, God is my conqueror. He's my victor. He, he can do it, and I've seen him do it. And then there's other areas in my life where I struggle to trust him because I'm like, um, I'm not really sure how well you perform in that area because I haven't seen you do that in that area for me yet. And yet I'm declaring the word but I haven't been believing the word. And so just in this season, that has been my challenge, that God has been challenging me to not only declare it, but believe it. And as uh, Pastor Charlene said, and then apply it. 
you know, I'm, I'm applying the word. How can I say that I'm an overcomer? How can I say that I'm blessed? How can I say that I'm all of these things, and yet I don't believe it? I'm not applying it. I'm just regurgitating the word. I'm just spitting it up. And so that has been the, my, my walk with God uh, during this season is not only am I declaring the word, I'm applying it in my life. I'm believing it. I'm living it. And when doubt tries to creep in, you know, I, I scream out with Jairus says, God, I believe you, but help my unbelief. You know, I believe wow. you can do it, but help me believe that you can do it for me. Help me to see that you can do it for my family, that my family is worthy of it, that my family deserves it, that you have called us, you have anointed us in the struggles that we face from time to time and, and that we may seem is, is overpowering, overchallenging. Help me believe that you will turn it around for us. I've seen you work in others. Let me believe that you will do that same work or greater in me in our family. And so that that's what we've been doing and that's what we've been declaring and God has been performing and I man, I'm just telling you the God I serve, the God we serve is awesome. I don't even know why people don't want to get to know a brother. <laughs> wow, Samantha, if you would chime in on this. Wow, this is awesome. It is awesome. I, I love the the energy, the enthusiasm. It's it's very powerful. And I would I would say the same thing, Prophet, is that um that that replacing our fear that with the with with our faith is probably one of the most powerful things that we could do. And it's, it's equipping women with the opportunity and with the knowledge and with, and, and then allowing them to know that it goes beyond knowledge for us to be able to, mm. um, to, to retrain, reprogram, to, to be another person. Um, I, I love the song that we used to sing uh, back in the day. I'm trading my sorrows. I'm trading my yeah. pain. I'm laying it down for the joy of the Lord. And, and I would just encourage women on this morning that there is a joy that is awaiting you, the fear that's been binding you for so long, you have to give it an eviction notice. You have to tell it that it has no place in your life anymore. And then watch this, Savola, uh, uh, that you also have to be ready for that fear to come and ring the doorbell once again. Even after you feel like you've overcome, fear will try to come up again because it's just like um, it's, it's just like some some dude that you uh, you broke up with, and then he's like, "Well, she really don't want to. She she really ain't ready to let go of me. She really don't. How's she gonna break up with me?" And and so we have to understand that that fear tries to invite itself back in again. But that's where we have to have the word of God to stand. And and I would encourage women on this morning that if you have to find that scripture uh, of of what's concerning you and write it down on the cards. We've heard so many scriptures on this morning to write it down on on postcards just so that you until you have it. Um, until you have it memorized in your mind to give you strength to begin to overcome. And then just spending time in worship and just loving on the Lord and, and, and letting him know that, God, I want to trust you. Help me to trust you because I want to grow in you. I want to believe you. I want to love, to love you um, and to be in a relationship with you that I don't doubt who you are. And then when we do that, it causes us to grow, and then we see that the fear begins to dissipate. It begins to leave because we begin to grow in, in love and in faith. Wow. Ladies, this has been powerful. I, I'm so excited because I believe that women that are listening to this and men who listen in on our broadcast, because we do have a couple of men who listen in from time to time, uh, you know, receiving this word and recognizing that as we apply the word of God, as we do what the word of God says, it it builds our belief system, it builds our faith, and by building our faith, we have the about the 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 power to overcome the thing our fears. 
And so as we press forward, as you go forward into your day, as you go forward into your week, I want you to be encouraged and, and do what these ladies have said. Take that note card, write it down, write it on your mirror, write it everywhere. As, as Trisha was saying, she has it plastered in different places all over her house, a reminder to her of what God has said, what God, what her focus needs to be, what God is, what she's put before God and what God has put before her, you know, put it wherever you need to put it to be that reminder, spend that time in worship and letting God submerge you with his presence so that you will begin to know and be even more convinced of who God has called you to be in this season and this timing, because I believe in the midst of worship, there's a surrender that causes us to, to, see God in a way that we've never seen him and our eyes get opened when we spend time in his presence and when our eyes are open our belief system is shifted even the more I'm not gonna I'm not gonna preach it but boy I feel it ladies this this has been powerful today I love it I love what God has done and what God continues to do. And thank you all so much for joining us on the broadcast today. We hope that that something we have said has impacted you no matter where you are, no matter what you are facing. Even if we don't, you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray that something uh, has ignited something in you to get to know him, to want to know who Jesus is. And we invite you to, to just reach out to us anytime uh, um, and, you, you know, stay in tune with us and then share the word, share this with another lady that needs to hear how to spring forward fearlessly, how to apply the faith to their lives, how to connect their belief system with the words that they speak so so that they can see the transformation that God wants to bring about in their lives. God bless you. We love you. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you. So go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.